You are listening to Poldark Fancast, a podcast dedicated to bringing you fresh, hot Poldark Saga content. Uh, as always, we are your hosts. My name is Rita. I live in England. I Tumblr at Princess of Poldark and I tweet at RitaBite. And I'm Michelle. I live in the States. You can find me on Tumblr at Poldark Muses and I tweet at Musings. And this is a commentary track for episode three of the second season of the 70s version of the show. You may have noticed a lack of French accent in this intro because Zalonda isn't with us this week. You know, real life conflicts, but she will join us again soon. Yes. Yes. And what do you know <sighs> that covered the whole intro? I know, pretty much. We're really getting good at this. <laughs> okay, diving in. French army stuff already. Oh god, that's right. Ross got caught and is supposedly facing a firing squad, which is... Bonkers? Red donk, Euless. But you know, this is like 70s version of pure drama. <laughs> oh my god, the French accents are back. And I used oh, yeah. the term French very loosely there. Oh my god. And you can tell that they are in Cornwall. <laughs> you really can. <laughs> it's like, yes, this is... This is not good. Why are they just shooting people? Oh, because it's the French Revolution, you know? And... I know, but what a waste of bullets when you can starve them to death. <laughs> huh. Oh, God. Bitted. Betrayed. Oh, Have you ever seen a lower low? Or is that uniquely British? No. Oh, okay, well, it's an entire sitcom built on British people doing really bad French accents. So uh, this is the vibe <laughs> I get from this. Ah. It's more 80s than 70s, but this is probably where they got the inspiration. Oh, oh my gosh. A crazy carriage. Ross resigned to his fate. Ross isn't probably going to get saved by that carriage. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's like, yes, I'm going to save Ross. Just everybody else can die, though. That, that's, yes. That's yes. okay. Everybody else, you stay put. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Look at his outfit. He's like in a fancy dress costume for Napoleon. <laughs> oh my god. So they're just going to hang out here at the execution and chat. I hope we get to see people get shot in the background. <laughs> Can you imagine how dark <laughs> that would be? <laughs> that would be so dark. I don't even know what they're talking about. At this point, like, why are they not shooting people? They're clearly I know, right? not killing Ross. Is it that they don't want to do it in front of this, like, Scottish dude? Also, he's dressed like a pilgrim. Like, I know. <laughs> what's with the buckle? 
She's like a hundred years earlier. What the hell is going on? I know. <sighs> I know. And the French soldiers are still just hanging out with these guys in uh, blindfolds. Oh my god, they're going to kill them. Oh, here we go. They had to wait for a break in the dialogue. Fuck. And there they go. Crazy. God damn. We're supposed to pay attention <laughs> to this conversation when people are getting murdered in the background. Like, I know. <laughs> also, it's very windy. Poor Robin Ellis. Yes. <laughs> blow, blow, blow. This again looks nothing like France. Oh god, now what? <laughs> Those outfits don't seem very suited for war. No, they don't. Oh, someone hiding in the background. It's Ross. It's Ross! He's trying to get back. This is like that gif of Kim Kardashian sneaking around a bush. Ah. Uh, yes. He is checking out the prison. This seems stupid even by Ross standards. I, uh, I just escaped a firing squad, so I'm going to go hang out next to a prison. Yeah. Okay. And there's Dwight! I hardly recognised. Ah, yeah! Hey, Dwight! How you doing? Oh my god, she's pregnant. So she's, like, really pregnant. So she's been, he's been gone for a while on this one, too. This is ridiculous. Why do they keep talking about Jeremy and not showing Jeremy? Didn't want to cough up to cash. They already had one child actor to deal with, and you know those the the rules for child actors are not fun. In the seventies, there were no rules in the seventies. I don't know. I think we may have to check on that. Oh, he's been away three weeks. And she's ballooned that much? Oh, God. Well, it is a second baby. You know how people start showing much earlier with second babies. That's how I'm going to okay. fan wank this. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we will cling to. Plus, she's not that gigantic size that Eleanor Tomlinson was. No. Friendship. Yes. Oh my god. Aww. What is that noise? What the heck is that? It's the, um... I hope it's geese. God, I do too. Although the sound of foxes crying in the night 
it just freaks me out. Surely a fox couldn't survive in Cornwall. I sound super ignorant right now, but still. (gasps) (gasps) They kiss super weirdly, though. That was very smushy. Yes. (laughs) He. Definitely is she. Oh. oh my god, she looks so huge after three weeks. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Maybe we weren't just pay we were just not paying attention last week and she had actually got a bump, but I don't think so. It was hard to tell underneath that muff situation. She looks gigantic. <laughs> That was a really weird gift. Yeah. Also, like, seems way too extravagant for them. (laughs) I know. (laughs) She reminds me of, you know, that girl that balloons up in Willy Wonka? I think it's like the velvet and the collar. Yes, yes. <laughs> Does that make Ross Willy Wonka? Probably. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, probably. Not weird enough to be Willy Wonka, but you know. Here we go. Stop befriending this small child. And. <laughs> Also, Moena's not doing a very good job. Why is this kid out by a body of water by himself? I know. Oh, the toads begin. This kid is so cute. Yeah, he is. Still really hate this. (laughs) And he's got to keep bringing up more Moena. More winner. The snowdrops. Are they? They look very droopy, I don't know. Oh. I like <laughs> that they're sticking to the narrative of the house being essentially packed up. This makes this a lot more believable. Yeah. Yeah. But also slightly creepy. Dude, I'd be creeped out as hell. What happened to Morwenna's glasses? That's the real mystery here. Mm-hmm. Why is he reminiscing about flowers? Like, you've only... This is the third time you're talking to her. <laughs> well, it's because it fits the narrative. Remember last week when I met you? Ah, oh, so romantic. <laughs> oh, when he says Wenna, it's so sweet because he's like four. Wenna! <laughs> he's the man of that. Oh my gosh! 
Well, three snaps up for you, sir. <laughs> oh my god, this kid is not ten years old. Like, whoever said this kid was ten, like, I want to yell at you for this. <laughs> and it sounds nice and echoey in there, too. Come on, or I'll yell. <laughs> Precocious little brat. <laughs> this is why Jeffrey Charles was the worst. <laughs> okay, is this place haunted? <coughs> oh, there's a there's a night there's a nice light kind of coming in from outside, so it'll be a nice silhouette of the two of them. Oh my god, Moena. Run away. He could kill you right now. Something about this is giving me horror movie vibes. <laughs> Jeffrey Charles doesn't exist. That was the ghost of the child that used to live here. That's a plot twist at the end of this movie. Oh my god, why are you kissing her? Yeah, don't, Drake. They have more chemistry than the modern version. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. This seems like a bad decision. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm usually a fan of bad decisions, but you know. <laughs> oh, God, Jeffrey Charles, read the room. <laughs> <laughs> Long enough! Oh, meanwhile, stiff arms. Stiff That's arms, why he's so grumpy all the time. He can't arms. move freely. <laughs> Elizabeth's hair is different every week. Well, you know, he probably has, you know, a wig for every day of the week. That's the life. Let's marry her off. She's got the boobies for it. <laughs> also, the picture in the back looks really like boobies now that I said the word boobies. Oh my god, yes! be honest this is actually kind of a generous thing that he's doing even though he is completely using it to his advantage oh yeah george is sensitive <laughs> bless him god <laughs> 58 is an old oh god but if you're 18, 19 years old? 
But then again, you're like, he'll die off soon. You'll get to keep a whole bunch of money. And then you can be one of those, like, hot widows running around with loads of money. And then you can marry whoever you like. You've got to play the game in this time of the... Oh, no, they're talking about everybody's favorite reverend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I feel like she's shading him. Ugh. <laughs> Tour girl spectacles. <laughs> I love Ross. <laughs> She's like two months pregnant at this point. How can she be giving birth? <laughs> but it's so sweet that he's so nervous. He's so nervous for her. It's nice when he at least acknowledges that she's pregnant unlike 2015 yes. where he's just like oh, you're seven months pregnant go fix our fire <laughs> he is really Ooh. working the Mercutio? I think it's Mercutio vibes. A curse on both your houses. <laughs> A fluffy, fluffy shirt. This is a very weird conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Save the Dwight, save the world. They are so cute together. He's very, like, slouchy in this scene. <laughs> <laughs> How is this possible? She's proper, like, uh, having a Twilight baby or something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby Clowens. Little baby Clowens. Oh, look at Caroline being Aww. an epic godmother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Little Clowens. Oh God, jump! Oh there. Lord! <laughs> That's right from the book too, where he can't pronounce her name. The best. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
Status update. Still hella old. Oh my god, that guy's wig in the background. <laughs> it's very floofy. Oh, and here's Demelza. Oh. I just don't understand her hair. It's actually like weirdly Edwardian. Her entire look is weirdly Edwardian. <laughs> Especially that coat. Is she like a <laughs> secret lost Russian princess? Oh, <gasps> Anastasia! <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh. <laughs> She's very observant. Yes. <laughs> Not limited to when he was young, to be honest. Though in this version, she's actually never met his wife, so... Yeah. How would she know? <laughs> she... Oh! Oh! <laughs> uh, awkward. I like that he's doing that loud raised voice thing you do with the other uh -huh. people. That's what I said, Grandma! <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Miss whatever your name is. Is it me or is Caroline wearing a glittery Stetson? Oh. That's a lie. Hashtag truth. What's Jeffrey Charles doing all day? Um, they went. They wound up going to Truro. Both he and Morwenna. Ah. They should have mentioned this. Yeah, that is a glittery Stetson. I don't care what anybody says.
Why do I find this funny? <laughs> He's a terrible person. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh my god, stop calling her a slut every se five seconds. It's uh... Remember, it had a different meaning back then. I know, then. but it's just so awkward to hear all the time. <laughs> that is the look of a man who is totes gonna sell you down the river, Ross. <laughs> He's a really great servant. <laughs> Hashtag truth, Sam Khan knows what's up. <laughs> It turns out that following a woman around and then making out with her is not blessed by Jesus. Yeah. I love it, Sam. I'd like him to hit his head against <laughs> several hard objects. Ooh. That's delusional. Oh, wow. <laughs> There's so many frills in this room. <laughs> and wigs, wigs and flounces and ruffles and patterns and bows. Mm -hmm. Lot and curls, nice tight curls. I'm sorry, but that's not boobies, that's all I can see. <laughs> Oh god, ran away Moena. That's a nice dress. Yeah. Why is her hair always down though? I know. 
Oh, look, she's borrowed that pilgrim's hat. But this time she's made it jazzy. <laughs> yes. And they refuse to get us croissants. They all match. They really, really do. <laughs> the thruple. The thruple, yes. I think we might never see Clarence again. Uh, no. Uh-uh. Ooh. That the one that flirted with her. Mm-hmm. Awkward. Oh, look, you can see the reflection of the fire. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, oh I just missed the bow. <laughs> How I missed it before, I have no idea. I think I was looking at his wig. <laughs> I don't think he had this particular neckerchief on with the other outfit. the best conversation I've ever heard. Oh my mm -hmm. god, that thing he just did to sit down. Oh. <laughs> Save the tails. Oh, the haggling. It fills me with so much joy. Mm-hmm. <sighs> So sweaty. <laughs> Let's face it, she was never a lady. <laughs> Fuck, six thousand pounds. That's an insane amount of money. Yes. She's healthy and submissive, Christ. Is she a dog? <laughs> as far as George is concerned, pretty much. And he just referred to his children as chicks. That's mm -hmm. always great. I love it when women are referred to as animals. <sighs> That's still too much money. <laughs> Mm -hmm. 
Oh my god, they're going to shake hands, aren't they? Oh, god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah, who wouldn't be dying to marry him? <laughs> when she's told. Yes, she will when she's told. You be lying. Oh. Don't ah uh her. You know what she's about to do to Elizabeth. I know. <sighs> Don't be delusional. Yeah, you better ask George. <laughs> She's cute. She is a little delusional, though. <laughs> of course <laughs> you'll have everybody that George hates in the same house. Yeah. At least they've eased up a little bit on the uh, makeup. Have they? Well, it's less white, but I mean... I mean, yeah, last week it looked like they'd basically just taken a brown crayon and carved all over her face. I feel like they've still done that, but they knew now to ease up on... Maybe they smudged it a bit. Oh, God. Uh -huh. Watch the car crash. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. That's a good face. <laughs> exactly. That, 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 that's news. Uh-huh. Is he? <laughs> Way to pick up on that subtlety. A little. <laughs> oh my god, the level of delusion on display by Elizabeth is staggering. Oh. Yep. At the end of the day, this is actually like a good thing for her. It's just a shame that they picked a rapist. <laughs> Probably. Unfortunately. Yeah.
in marriage. Yes. <laughs> and then he cheated on her a lot. <laughs> I can't believe I'm relating to Elizabeth. <laughs> What's wrong with me? No, marry a penniless miner who goes around picking some flowers <laughs> and then slowly starve to death because he literally doesn't do anything to make any money. Have like 19 children and live in a shack. Honestly, just stay being a governess. This would have been the best choice for her. Uh, because George wasn't having any more of it. He needed to get J Jeffrey Charles out of That's the house. That's true, but she could have got them to write them her some letters of recommendation, got her a position somewhere else. But remember, George is using her as a stepping stone. To his yeah, I'm just saying advancement. There was all she has to say is like, "I won't marry him," and then they'll be like, "Well, we won't help you anymore." But she could, she's like educated; she can just be a governess. Her two choices weren't marry one man or marry another man. There was a third choice, is what I'm saying. Yeah. You're not betrothed. She didn't say yes. Why is she wearing an apron? <laughs> run away! Run away! Where is Jeffrey? Where is Jeffrey Charles in all this, by the way? Like, she doesn't seem to be doing a hell of a lot of governessing. Oh, for fuck's sake. What the fuck? So are they back at pen whatever? They must be. Yeah. Look at the cobweb there. Mm-hmm. This is why I thought this was a horror movie. And in a way, it is. <laughs> Drake actually, you know, tidied himself up. Yeah, but he's still giving me Edward Cullen vibes. Sparkly diamond vampire. That's true. Yeah. Please go. Please, 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 please go. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, this is straight from the book. Yeah, exactly. He sucked in the book as well. <laughs> But honestly, this this version, um, I can live with this one. He's not as terrible, but he's still too dramatic. Look at this. <laughs> oh, but they're young. Okay, but I was, like, not this moronic.
you know, it wasn't that long ago that I was their age, and I can guarantee you I wasn't doing bullshit like this. <laughs> it's so overwrought. <laughs> Okay, I did some of this, but actually, no. <laughs> there was tug involved. This seems very PG. Looks like this is get well. It's wow. It's still just smushy faces. No, you don't belong to each other. That's really creepy. Nobody belongs to another person. What is the outfit? <laughs> Stiff arms. Wait, 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 wait. They're in the place that is not Trenwin, but is supposed to be Trenwin. The pen whatever. Yeah, they're also there. And she's making out with him in the same house? Yeah. No, it's Jeffrey Charles's house. So it is a Poldark house. Oh, it's the toads. (laughs) He kind of looks like a toad. I was going to say that. (laughs) Hashtag toadgate. That's an ecological disaster waiting to happen. Asshole. Is that Tom Harry? (laughs) Oh, nice, nice comical music to go with the toad adventure. I'm not sure I appreciate this. Clearly the toad storyline is, at heart, incredibly serious. (laughs) So strange. Why is he? Why is he grinning about the toads? He's like, I'm gonna kill you, toad. I suppose they 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 could eat them, yeah. Yeah. Be a good dinner. I'm guessing the toads are quicker than Tom Harry. Oh, for fuck's sake, Tom Harry. <laughs> <laughs> God, I guess cackling. More and more laughing. There's cackling going on everywhere. There's no way she could hear that from there, but okay. No. They're new toads. Oh, God. Hashtag straight from the books. (laughs) 
Mm. Um, everyone would do that. Like, literally, I'd do it. Why is Elizabeth walking down the stairs like a wraith? How does she still look pregnant? I know. With it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure I disagree with him. I can't wait for them to attack. <laughs> Okay, that man is very pale. He looks like a ghoul. Mm -hmm. This is too much screen time for toads. Ooh, ooh. Oh my god. More toads. I feel like you've already put mm -hmm. toads there. Like, let it go. It was funny exactly. the first time, and now the second time, it's bonkers. Second time, it's just foolish. Well, it was always foolish. Oh, I'm so French, you know. <laughs> My friend. See, that's a story I believe more than a firing squad because bullets are expensive. Mm-hmm. You still sound British. The accent is gone. <laughs> it's gone. Oh, it's back. Okay, there we go. It's only there for short sentences. Your own. No, it's gone again. <laughs> it's like when Madonna tries to sound British. <laughs> okay, why is he talking to Sam? It looks like Sam is standing underneath a spotlight. 
beat him up, beat him up, beat him up. <laughs> I swear that sign glows in the dark. Really does. Must must be a very, very full moon. <laughs> it's crazy how much the middle of the night can look like broad daylight in Cornwall, isn't it? <laughs> this is hands down one of the dumbest things anybody's ever done. <laughs> Drake, you're an idiot. Oh my god, look at that broad daylight again. Uh-huh. It's funny how the moon is in three different places. <laughs> oh, you never get to see it hit his head. Oh. Okay, now it's just daylight. Uh, yeah. Oh, I hope it hit him. No, it didn't. Boo. No, it didn't hit him. Nope. He deserves to get shot, at least, for this. I know he gets shot later, but, you know, that was doing something <laughs> right. Uh -huh. so. Why is Ross there? Let him get beat up. <laughs> Oh, he did get shot. Oh. In the iconic words of Kim Kardashian, it's what she deserves. Oh. Trespassing is a hanging offence. And Ross is going to clobber this guy over the head. Shoot him again. Shoot him again. Watch. Just watch. Ross is going to clobber that him. That doesn't seem like a very good cliffhanger, though. There has to be a cliffhanger in here somewhere. Hmm. Maybe that... Oh, like it's going to fire. Oh! Dun, 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 dun. <gasps> next week, how quick Ross is in clobbering him over the head. <laughs> We've got clobbering, we've got shooting. It's just a festival of pain. Especially if you hate Drake <laughs> as much as I do. <sighs> oh, they had Jeremy Poldark in the credits, so maybe he will be back. I choose to believe. Harry, Harry, it appears that we have Tom and Harry, Harry. <gasps> Harry, Harry. <laughs> Harry, Harry. Was that woman drunk when naming him? That explains um, a lot. Uh, might have been. Might have been. Okay. Well, that was riveting now, wasn't it? In many ways, <laughs> I should have hated it, but I actually really enjoyed myself. So thank you, Paul Duck, 1975. <sighs> I did too. I especially like... Um... Uh, the chemistry between Ross and Demelza. I mean, it's just, it's magical um, between those two. They feel so soft and married. Mm-hmm. Just familiar. And especially when he's talking about the baby. Wouldn't it be nice if we saw that baby more than once, though? Hashtag show us the babies. 
She's probably going to be two the next time we see her. Yeah, in like six episodes time when she shows up. <laughs> okay, well, we had some stuff come in through the mailbag. Uh, and so let's dig in, shall we? Uh, the first is uh, from Anonymous. Um, have watched 2.03 in readiness for the next podcast. I love prep, don't you? <laughs> she did more prep than we did. <laughs> That's for darn sure. Um, it's very much like the book. Uh, was Ross up against the firing squad in the books? No. No, no way. <laughs> we would remember that. <laughs> yep. Um, he was not very worried about it, though. <laughs> Took it all in stride. That's true. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> uh, he was away three weeks and Demelza was much bigger. I like their intimacy talk, though. That's one thing the new one lacks. I did not like Ross calling Agatha's nurse a slut, though. Lols. Um... Debbie Horsfield kept new Ross a goody-goody in that sense, more black and white. Demelza said Ross loves Caroline, but he can in this version because Ross and Demelza are okay. And, you know, that's pretty much true. Yep. Um, they were struggling so much throughout Series 3 and... Four, really. Into Series 4 uh, that, you know, they, they couldn't have that, that relationship be brought forward um this person continued um actually i now realize the word slut was at, meant differently in the 18th century yes indeed yep it meant a woman of dirty slovenly or untidy habits or appearance i.e a foul slattern nice i did not wikipedia that at all <laughs> uh also the 70s we were not so politically correct as we are now even though this show has longer scenes, we have less of Ross and Demelza time. Drake is more switched on than new Drake, who I can't stand. Such a drippy village idiot. <laughs> oh, damn. Be my new best friend. <laughs> <laughs> he seems worse in the modern version because Demelza is more feisty. They are like polar opposites. Ozzy was vile, saying he will, quote, show her how to love, end quote. And he was dressed like Mozart. <laughs> is true absolutely true um well thank you very much anonymous uh next up we have um attorney msb3 welcome back haven't seen you uh posting in a while um so she says uh thank you again for the new podcast the holy trinity of poldark tv <laughs> oh wow gives me something great to listen to as i work oh, flattery will get you everywhere <laughs> exactly exactly Idea for podcast, compare new show versus 70s show. Who did it better? You could look at major characters, scenes, storylines as compared to the book. Costumes, sets, hair, makeup, even animals versus Horus versus Horus 2.0. Oh, Horus 2.0 is so cute. Um, also, in my abiding hatred for character of Elizabeth, I offer this. <laughs> Always a great start. Yes. Ross loved Elizabeth. Elizabeth wanted to be loved by Ross, but didn't love him. Second observation. Elizabeth is a user. Maybe sanctioned or trained to be one by society, nonetheless. She accepts gifts from George, but hides it from Ross. Ross gives her this last 600 pounds so that she can have time to sort out uh, of her life, thereby impoverishing his own family. 
She then promptly turns around and accepts a proposal from George, Ross's sworn enemy, who has tried to have him killed by various means repeatedly. Would love to hear thoughts from your crew. First off, uh, the comparison idea is like a really great one, and I'm totally up for doing it, mm-hmm. but I think we should probably hold off doing that until the end of season five so that we can get like a full and complete look at both shows as a whole before comparing them. Mm, good point. As for Elizabeth, I think it's very clear that in all of her interpersonal relationships, even those of her own child, that it's based on what other people can do for her in terms of boosting either her self-esteem, i.e. with Ross, her wealth, i.e. with George, or her status in Cornish society, which was her marriage to Francis, basically. But before we all start bagging on Elizabeth, as fun as that often is to do, (laughs) I think we have to reiterate that this is down to societal conditioning and that these men that were so in love with her, and I use that in quotes, we're also using her as a status symbol and basically a trophy in their own right. Mm-hmm. Amen. George and Ross are both just competitive over Elizabeth to get back at each other. Mm-hmm. She could have been like an old sock as far as they were concerned. <laughs> oh, God. But you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um, it. I think much more for... George, uh, in the the later books, it's very clear that while he loves her, and we do see evidence of that, and I think that's one of the the really great things about the modern adaptation, is that uh, Jack Farthing was able to bring that uh, level of emotion into the the character. He wasn't just all single note, I must get back at Ross, uh, so I'm going to marry Elizabeth. Um, you know, it was very, very clear that he loved Elizabeth very much. Um, and so, we, you know, we're able to see that more in that version as opposed to this version, which is really seeming to be very one note to me. Um, when it comes to the relationship between George and Elizabeth. Although I have to say, uh, I think the actress playing Elizabeth in the 70s version, um, I'm liking her uh, acting style much more in this this season than I did last season. Same. I feel like she's really got a better grasp of the character now. But, you know, it could be uh, as... We think about Elizabeth's character, and I can't believe we're talking about Elizabeth so much on the show. But um, <laughs> she's actually uh, kind of fascinating, though. You know, yeah, she is. But you know, I think that that she has a uh, better grip on kind of who she is, why she's done what she's done, and is uh, quite content in her marriage, and that comes across very clearly in this. Um, episode in this series. Uh, I think that the conversation that she had with Morwenna about marrying for love uh, was done much better than the one that was done in the modern series, which seemed to be much harsher. Um, You know, Elizabeth came across as being, you know, like pushing uh, Morwenna into 
that relationship uh, more harshly, I suppose, than in this version. And it was also incredibly insincere from her because we had that whole Elizabeth is drinking those weird potions <laughs> thing storyline that just vanished yeah. in season three. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was just a really confusing place in terms of her characterization. Yeah. And like this one is very clear cut and mm-hmm. you understand her perspective. So I appreciate that. Yeah. It's not as muddled. So thank you very much, uh, attorney MSB three. Don't be a stranger. Um, next up, uh, another anonymous, uh, podcast was great. Good episode. Love the part that D said she was late. <laughs> Makes it much more real life than our show. D is very flirty though. And I like the Frenchman after her. She is a bit of a moaner though. Wish had had that scene. Um, Marwenna is more serious. Our show just lacked the intimate talk, really. This is more staged and less emotional. At least in this, it looked like he was on business. Our Ross looked like a good, a bloody spy. Pretty one at that. <laughs> Gone for two weeks as opposed to six months. Scream emoji. <laughs> I love that you brought up the fact that Ross, in this version, just looked like he was on business because... That is true. Yes. He looked completely normal compared to the episode that I hate where he's like skulking around and, and like putting on weird hats as disguises. Yes. Oh, it was the worst. <laughs> okay. Uh, another anonymous. Uh, this episode was okay. Why did they all dress like they are in Panto for Dick Whittington, though? You're going to have to explain that one to me. Um, Oh, pantomime. Uh, pantomime? Oh, pantomime. Oh, duh. Duh. Okay, I'm I'm with you now. Uh, who's Dick Whittington? Okay, so Dick Whittington is a traditional panto based on the folklore about uh, an orphan boy who buys a cat that's really good at killing rats. Mm-hmm. And then it kills okay. a bunch of them for the king, and I think okay. he becomes mayor of London or something. My memory of the actual story is not all that good. The only time I saw it, I was like 10 or 11 uh-huh. and my clearest memory of it is that they sang a pussycat doll song <laughs> and that was funny as hell <laughs> oh god that's great uh let's see uh thought gc was cute and he had a lot of lines but yes he is too young to be friends with drippy drake he is about 10 though so he looks book accurate love ross and demelz's intimacy although it's not as sexy as the new poldark think next week Ross is up against the firing squad should be fun. Yeah, that was that was really pretty ridiculous, honestly. And just completely over within the first five minutes, yeah. so... Yeah. I think they just probably needed some kind of dramatic cliffhanger and they were like, let's just stick this in. Yeah. Well, you know, it's... it's <laughs> it Like I said, it's the 70s version of pure drama. Let's see... Um, another anonymous, uh, in the TV show, does it bother anyone else that Ross refers to Demelza as indispensable and irreplaceable? It seems like those are words that could refer to a servant, not someone who you deeply love and cherish. And frankly, I don't even like the way he says it. What do you think? Like, don't kill me, everyone, but I think this is a case of awkward line delivery because... 
I think he plays some of the scene like line readings. Aiden is playing it a bit too straight instead of like the wry tone I always pictured in the books. And I think this was mostly an issue with season two that I found where we were all like incredibly miffed with Ross anyway. So we jumped on literally tiny phrasings mm-hmm. that we were like, mm, I'm not sure about this. But who knows? Like, maybe Aiden was, like, really trying to lead into the asshat persona side of Ross and just, like, <laughs> overdid it for me. But for whatever reason, it, it's always, like, really awkward. And I'm like, that's not language you use about your wife. <laughs> yeah, I think that, that it was... I think that in delivering words like indispensable and irreplaceable, uh, the delivery either needs to be you know, in a wry teasing tone, um, or it needs to be in a really super like soft, loving tone. Hot eyes. Soft, hard eyes tone. Um, you know, it it can't just be uh clueless Ross being clueless Ross. So I, I would yeah, I would agree with you, Rita. I think it was just a case I think if this might be a problem with direction for season two. I had a lot of issues with some of the line readings in that mm-hmm. season where, like, it was a pretty fantastic script, I have to admit. But, yeah. like, some of the delivery just came across as harsh. Yeah, totally agree with you. So, we should move on to everyone's favourite jingle. Woohoo! <laughs> Pull Dark so, first up, in the past week, there's been a flurry of Instagram activity with the cast posting about their respective last days of filming, and there was even a few adorable photos from the rap party. Now, it's not yet clear if production has actually ended or if they've still to finish a few pickup shots or something, but either way, we have a major case of the sands over the end of this era. It's been a wild ride. It absolutely has. It absolutely has. And it's, it's sad to see it go, even though, you know, we may snark a bit over, (laughs) over what we've, what we've seen, you know, we, we love this story. We love this story so much. And it has been an absolute joy to have this whole saga enter into my life and I have to be eternally grateful to the modern adaptation uh, for that and for all of the individuals that you know I've had a chance to meet uh, as a result of the pole dark saga coming into my life you know hell Rita we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for <laughs> the modern adaptation. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I have a sad... <sighs> well, this is depressing. Okay, everybody cheer up. I, I forgot to mention last week, um, but season three of the modern adaptation of Podark is now on Netflix. I know that feels like a lifetime ago, but get excited. <laughs> Well, at least it is in England. I'm not sure about America. I'll have to check. I would assume it is. So go ahead and binge watch that hot mess of a season. (laughs) Then go back and listen to our podcasts about the episodes and realize how brilliant and insightful and wise we were. (laughs) Uh, You know, hashtag modesty. (laughs) 
Um, so this is uh, kind of news. I bought that Poldark board game <gasps> and it you arrived. Did. Yes, <laughs> you can find a video of me quote unboxing it on our Instagram stories. It was oh funny. God. I tried to o- I tried to open it with one hand and it was like a whole mess. <laughs> <laughs> it's at Poldark Fancast. If you're curious. If we are ever all in the same room, then I think we should test it for sure. Dibs on playing as Caroline because she looks adorable. <laughs> oh my god, yes, yes. It's a date. It's a date. Oh. In Kyle Sonnen news, he appeared in a TV movie called Brexit The Uncivil War. It aired on Channel 4 slash HBO recently. Um, it starred benedict cumberbatch the person with the stupidest name in entertainment as dominic cummings the campaign director of vote leave i haven't brought myself to watch it yet because brexit is exhausting enough without adding a movie into the equation (laughs) but hey if you're more removed from the process than me i'm sure you might enjoy it so go out and watch it and report back to us on how you thought Kyle was. I'm sure he was. Um, and I will definitely uh, watch it. I remember seeing a clip for it on HBO and was like, oh, I need to watch that. And then, you know, brain fart. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, exactly. So uh, I will definitely uh, put that on my list of things to watch uh, this coming weekend. And um benedict cumberbatch is a ridiculous name engelbert humperdink is worse it's worse (laughs) what is wrong with england like why are we coming up with these names also something i missed while i was out of the country for christmas was the premiere of the abc murders which aired during uh boxing day and the subsequent evenings it stars jack farthing as donald fraser in a cast led by john malkovich yes that john malkovich and rupert grint what yes ron weasley Oh my it's god. Yet, yet another Agatha Christie Poirot adaptation, as if the world needed more. It, <laughs> it got really, really good reviews. So I'm going to go binge three episodes on iPlayer as soon as possible. Oh my gosh. I'm going to have to add that to my search the webs for access <laughs> to watch because that just sounds amazing. I mean, Podark meets Harry Potter. I know. Think about it. And also meets being John Malkovich, which is a movie that traumatized me as an eight-year-old. Oh, oh my God. I bet it did. That is not a movie I would watch with an eight-year-old. I think I put my foot down. Mostly I was just like, what have they done to Karen Diaz? Why is she, <laughs> Why is she so mousy? <laughs> oh, God. So... Anyhow, awesome. Thanks, Rita. That was great. So um, I thought we'd do a new section on recommendations because we're in the off season, like any TV shows or films or books or podcasts we're seeing. I recently binge-watched the Ted Bundy tapes on Netflix and <laughs> found it really hard to sleep afterwards because I was I bet you did. About the weird shit he did. Um... <laughs> Weirdly loved it. Um, I also watched the Mary Shelley movie, which is also on Netflix. She was amazing. 
And then I've been listening to the Atlanta Monster podcasts about the Atlanta child killings in the 80s. <gasps> yes. Yes, that has been fantastic. Also haunting me at night. Um, I do not sleep easy. <laughs> also, I just rewatched Bell. Everyone needs to watch it. It's the movie about Dido Elizabeth Bell, a biracial woman born in 1761 to a British admiral father and African mother. And the romance is adorable. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it never mm -hmm. gets old. Also on Netflix, because apparently mm -hmm. I don't watch anything else. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I've been all about the podcast lately, listening to uh, the Monster Podcast. I am an absolute true crime junkie. And so um, I listen to a number of true crime podcasts, including... Uh, my Favorite Murder, which is my all-time favorite uh, podcast. Um, those ladies are absolutely hilarious, and they are also so incredibly sensitive and um, empathetic. It's, it is a great show. And, you know, any podcast that ends with a uh, cat owner asking their kitty if they want a cookie and the kitty responding with a big old meow uh, gets major thumbs up in my book. Um, but I'm also listening to the last podcast on the left, uh, which uh, they also do true crime. They also do some uh, stuff on uh, like paranormal activity and that kind of thing, which I'm not all that interested in. So I tend to stick with the, uh, the true crime ones. And they do a ridiculous amount of research for their shows. I'm currently listening to one of their older podcasts about the assassination of John Lennon, and it's uh, amazing. But they did one on Jonestown. They've done one on the Hillside Stranglers. Anything with a cult. Anything with a cult. <laughs> well, uh, that is definitely one I would recommend. Um, one thing that you need to be aware with with these podcasts uh, particularly my favorite murder in uh, last podcast on the left is they describe themselves as a true crime comedy podcast. Um, so, you know, they're talking about really super dark, intense stuff. And in order to try and kind of lighten things up, uh, there's comedy involved. And for some folks that may not be their jam, so, uh, you know, I'll give you a kind of a little warning on that. If that's uh, something that really wouldn't work for you, then uh, then I would say don't listen to it. But, you know, it, it's it's uh, they're fantastic. And I have barely listened to anything else um, on my commute than those two podcasts. I can't even yeah, I can't even remember the television shows I've been watching lately. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of YouTube, and um, there's a series uh, done by some folks called Game Grumps, who have, uh, it's way too complicated to describe, but they do not only game reviews, but they also will uh, try activities uh, for like a 10-minute uh, stretch of time. Um, they're also in a web series on YouTube called Good Game. Uh, so it's, it is definitely something to kind of shift the consciousness away from reality for a little while. 
murderers yeah and all of that pretty much (laughs) yep so uh that is all from us from this week's podcast uh we'll be back next week with another commentary track episode 204 of the 70s version if you're watching along with us and want to add your two cents you can email us at poldarkfancast at gmail.com or you can find us on twitter facebook and instagram at poldarkfancast but by far the easiest option is to go to our tumblr page and go to the ask box Uh, and don't forget to give us those five star uh reviews on apple podcasts because it really does help us get to a wider audience Uh, so thanks for listening everybody and we'll see you next week bye-bye bye gooses geeses I want my geese to lay gold eggs for Easter. It will, sweetheart. At least a hundred a day. Anything you say. And by the way, I want a feast. You ate before you came to the factory. I want a bean feast. One of those. Cream buns and donuts and fruitcake with no nuts. So good you could go nuts. You're going to have all those things when you get home. No, now. I want a ball. I want a party. Pink macaroons and a million balloons and performing baboons and give it to me now. I want the world. I want the whole world. I want to lock it all up in my pocket. It's my bar of chocolate. Give it to me now. I want today. I want tomorrow. I want to wear them like braids in my hair and I don't want to share them. I want a party with roomfuls of laughter, 10,000 tons of ice cream. And if I don't get the things I am after, I'm going to scream. I want the works. I want the whole works. Presents and prizes and sweets and surprises of all shapes and sizes. And now, don't care how I want it now. Don't care how I want it now.